0: Good morning. Time for a cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. With us today, we have uh, Jenna Waddell with the Oklahoma Fosters Program with DHS. Jenna, thanks for coming in.
1: Thanks for inviting me.
0: We're going to be talking about uh, recruiting foster families uh, throughout the region on the program today. And we want to thank our sponsors, which include Stanley Systems and uh, Community Bank of Oklahoma. So Jenna, let's uh, introduce you to uh, our audience this morning. have uh, been with uh, DHS for, for how long now?
1: Almost eight years. Eight years,
0: okay. And uh, where'd you get your start? Where'd you get your start at?
1: I started out as a permanency worker and a CPS worker, which are the people who investigate and who also work with the families to try and reunify them.
0: And uh, now you work primarily, your whole group works for what region?
1: We work for Southwest Oklahoma. I am currently in the recruitment unit and our job as it as it sounds, is to recruit families to become foster parents. Uh, Part of our job is also to provide information for people who may not know much about our program.
0: A very important program and uh, a a lot of kids out there are are looking for for foster homes right now.
1: Yes, currently in the state of Oklahoma, we have just over 6,500 children who are in foster care. And unfortunately, the number of homes that we have available are less than 2,500.
0: And can you break that down between uh, Grady and Cattle Counties, uh, perhaps, as far as numbers?
1: Yes. In Grady County, we have 118 children in custody, and uh, we have 22 traditional DHS foster homes to service those children in our counties. Across the state, the average is that Uh, 77% of children who are brought into custody will be unable to stay in their community due to a lack of foster homes nearby. That number's quite, not quite that high for Grady and Caddo counties, but it is pretty high. And so our goal is to find families in our communities that can open their homes to become foster parents and to share their lives with these children so that they can stay connected, stay in their communities, stay in their own schools.
0: A lot of people have a little apprehensive about, about doing that, but uh, the families that, uh, that have been doing this, a lot of them have been doing it for a long time.
1: We have many families right here in Chickasha who have been foster families for longer than I've worked for the state. We have several that I know that I can always call on Mm -hmm. if I have a child in need. Um, But, yes, we have have some long-term families that this is their mission in life, to take care of these children, to help them, to help their families.
0: And looking for foster families to care for all ages of kids
1: yes um, while the majority of children that come into care are preschoolers we have children ages 0 through 17 right up to 18 that currently need care uh, we have shelters for children when we can't find a placement for them and currently the daily average is 85 children sleep in a shelter bed at night We have, out of that number, 50 of those have been in a shelter for a minimum of 30 days, and 21 of those children have been in the shelters for a minimum of 90 days.
0: Let's talk about the responsibility for a a foster family and uh, what they'll need to do, and you'll work very closely with them once they get certified as a a foster foster family.
1: Yes, my role is to give you... give you information and to walk you through the process of being assessed once you've made an application to become a foster uh, foster family we have I will walk you through every step of that way I will answer all of the questions that you may have personally and my personal experience I had, my parents were foster parents and my sister was a foster parent. So I know that side of things, but then also I can walk you through the steps to be assessed. I can answer any questions about why certain steps are taken. But if you're interested in becoming a foster parent, you can visit our website, okfosters.org and complete an initial interest form that will be routed to the correct recruitment worker for your area, which if you're in Caddo or Grady counties, that would be me. And we do a very thorough assessment because we are planning to place children in your home and we have to make sure that we have made sure that we're not putting too much strain on you as a family, but also that that child is going to receive the care that they need while they're in custody.
0: So it does take quite a while before a family's actually if they're interested, they've got to apply, and then they've got to go through all the assessment, which could take a while.
1: Yes. it On average, it takes 60 to 90 days. Sometimes it will happen sooner. It just depends on the resources that the family has to get all of the documentation provided. We have a 27-hour training that they're required to complete. Uh, The worker, myself in this case, comes to the home and walks through the home and assesses the physical property to make sure that there aren't any safety hazards and also talks with the family to answer questions to help complete any other paperwork. During that time, we're trying to find out from the family what their own skills are, where they feel comfortable, uh, what type of child would really fit well in their family with the abilities that they have.
0: What, what are the requirements like as far as uh, sleeping arrangements and things like that?
1: Uh, for sleeping arrangements, every child has to have a bed. Every person in the home has to have a bed. Uh, we can't place a foster child in a home and have another child who is a biological child to that family sleeping on a couch because the foster child took their bed. So they have to have a room. They have to have uh, their own bed. They can share a bedroom with the same gender as long as they each have their own separate bed.
0: Um, And you're needing uh, families to uh, accept uh, siblings because a lot of times uh, siblings are removed from the home. uh, And so if you can take multiple kids, that would be awesome too.
1: Yes, currently in Caddo and Grady counties, we're very blessed. We only have two sets of siblings that are not placed together. Um, there are three children in Chickasha who have been separated from their siblings and the same number in Caddo uh, County that have been separated from are, their siblings. Are they
0: close enough where they can see each other from time to time? or in, if? is it that, is that something that can be arranged i guess if, if if that happens
1: when we when we're required to separate siblings due to placement needs we uh, are supposed to have at least one visit a month and that's really we That's the minimum. We try to make sure that those children have contact as often as possible, that they see each other as often as possible, because the connection for a sibling to uh, their brothers and sisters is stronger sometimes than the connection that they have to their biological parents. So we do everything that we can to keep siblings together. But unfortunately, we don't always have families who can supply that need. It is a, a lot to ask a family that may already have children in their home to take another three or four. We, there is In our region right now, there is a sibling set of six children, and they're in different homes. And it can, they can be spread out all over the state, and so it can make it a real challenge to get them close enough where they can have regular visits and see each other.
0: And uh, as far as uh, the household is concerned, it could be a single-parent single, single parent household, right? Uh, yes. Right?
1: Yes. Our, our basic requirement is you must be 21 or older. There is no top age limit. We have had uh, retirees decide to become foster parents, and they have done a fantastic job in the past. Uh, we take single uh, applicants. We take married couples. We take... Couples who are uh, committed to each other, as long as you you want to help a child in foster care and you can pass the background checks and you're willing to go through the process to be assessed and approved, we will look at you seriously and walk you through the process.
0: Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on the cool conversation Jenna Waddell with us with the okay fosters program through the Department of Human Services. Let's talk about the new office in Chickasha. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's amazing. Awesome.
1: We are very excited Uh, When the state was asking what our needs were, we told them everything that we thought would make the perfect office and they listened and our new office is an incredible space. It has spaces where we can have family visits and they can have a good time. There's a kitchen area. There's uh, different play areas that we can use for that, and in addition for the worker, there are areas they can go and uh, make phone calls and do the do the office and desk work that has to be done, and uh, we even have um, a set up, a bedroom area for children who we may not be able to find a placement for them, and they may end up spending the night or a couple of nights in the office. They've been able to make an area where we can wash their clothes. There's a shower. They have their own room with a TV and couches and beds, and basically anything a child might need at that time has been provided.
0: Right, then obviously supervision uh, 24-7 and overnight and all that so yeah.
1: yes yes we have workers who will stay with the children 24-7 they're never left alone they're and we do the best we can to meet their needs in an awkward situation
0: right so once uh, a family is approved talk about uh, the requirements they'll have uh, I guess you go in about once a month or so to make sure everything's fine and
1: yes What will happen once a family is approved is they will have what we call a resource worker and that resource worker will check in at least once a month with that family to make sure things are going okay, to see if they have any needs that are not being met that we can help with. And then every quarter that worker will also come to the home to do a face-to-face visit to make sure that the parent, uh, the foster parents continue to get what they need When a child is placed in the home, they will have their own worker, and that worker will come to visit with the child at least once a month, and there will be a face-to-face. That also gives the foster parent the opportunity to share with the worker any behaviors, any improvements, or any needs that that child may have during that time. So we do stay very involved. Um, We do require our foster parents to continue their education past the the application process process and so we do provide opportunities for them to receive the 12 hours of training that is the minimum required every year to remain. The okay
0: mm-hmm. then you could do that in two or three days i would guess is it is that they can had, do at home or online or anything like that
1: yes we have an online foster oh. academy and i have had uh, families do it in a weekend or a day depending on how motivated they are sure <laughs> 12 <laughs>
0: hours in one day that would be that would take some motivation for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so 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 they uh, say a foster family has an issue with uh, one of the kids what would they do uh, if they want to
1: if there's an issue with a child maybe it's behavioral maybe it's at school maybe it's interpersonal with maybe that foster child and their own child are having issues the first thing they can do is call that child's worker Um, that child's worker is going to be more versed in what's available for that particular child they can also call their resource worker and that resource worker will also start begin taking steps to help Uh, the foster family with whatever the issue is Um, sometimes unfortunately that means that a child will disrupt from their placement and they'll need a different placement because we know sometimes we don't always fit the right child in the right family it's our goal but sometimes we don't know that that's not the right fit until a little bit later but we do provide services Uh, we have um, enhanced services that we can provide if a foster parent wants that child to remain in their home, but they need extra help.
0: Um, so they get uh, the foster family, get like a clothing allowance uh, for the, yes. the kids when they first arrive, I guess.
1: Yes. A lot of times when a child is brought into custody, they come with whatever they have on. And that can be really hard when you're placing them in a home. So They will also have a clothing voucher that comes with them for the foster parent to go and provide them with basic clothing to begin with. In uh, Grady and Caddo counties, there are also several resources um, that will provide clothing for the child at no cost to the family. So we try to connect all those resources together with the foster parent to make sure that if they have a need, it's met.
0: Also, you encourage the foster family to develop a relationship with the biological family, right? Let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Yes, we do. We call that bridging. And our main goal is that this child doesn't leave you and you never see them again. Our goal is that you can bridge with the foster fa- with the biological family and mentor them and help them to become a better and safer parent for their child. We've had foster parents who have allowed birth families to come and have visits in their homes and observe how they interact with the children and even let them give them advice as to how to parent their own child. Um, we've had foster families that stay connected after reunification happens. In my own experience, I had a foster family that had gotten a child at birth. And when he was two years old, he was reunited with his mother. But that was not the end of their relationship with him. They had built a relationship with his mother. So when she needed a babysitter, she called them when she became ill and couldn't take care of her child she called them he did not return back into foster care because they had built a relationship and when she had a need they were there they got to maintain the relationship with that child and they still have a relationship and it's he i believe he's eight now
0: Wow, that's a a great and you love to hear those kind of stories for sure
1: it is my favorite
0: right um special needs kids really have uh, a need to uh, have special needs kids at foster care?
1: Yes, we sometimes take into custody children who have developmental delays or mental health needs that affect their ability to learn, to care for themselves, control their behavior. All of those children deserve to live in a loving home environment, but many are in treatment facilities waiting for a home or they're in an emergency shelter because they're in a foster homes that feel equipped to handle their needs we it takes a special foster parent to open their home to a child with special needs and to provide that extra support that's necessary for them to to thrive and we need more of these homes We will train our foster parents on whatever the special needs are. If it's a medical need, we'll train them. We have DHS nurses who will come to the home that will take them on as part of their caseload and be available to the family um, to help them with whatever needs, whether it's learning how to handle a certain disability or if it's just a question, do I need to take them to the doctor for this? Is this something to be concerned about? So we... uh, we make all of the we give all the supports that we can but i don't think many people are aware that we actually have nurses that are assigned to help in these cases when there are medical needs or developmental disabilities that need that little bit of extra help
0: it's uh, it, uh, again a very rewarding experience especially if you if you have kids of your own and uh, you know they can make new friends and develop great relationships and uh, a lot of times it's, it's going to be a, life, a, lifetime, a lifetime relationship that, that they develop after all this. So,
1: Yes, I, whenever I was a child, we had a, a sibling set, sisters who were adopted out of our home. And we're all adults now. I'm not going to say how old of adults we are, but I'm still connected to them On, through Facebook. They did move out of the state, but they, that family stayed connected with my family. And as adults, I still know them.
0: Jenna, thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it. Again, uh, okfosters.org is the website to visit. Jenna, thanks again. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. And we want to thank our sponsors being with us today, Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma.